0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of I Know Why the Nick Caged Bird Sings. The podcast where we watch every Nicolas Cage movie in chronological order so that you don't have to. I'm your host, my name is Steve. Joining me as always is my co-host, the lovely Hannah Martin. Hannah, how are you this week?
1: I've got a feeling (laughs) that tonight's going to
0: be a good night. So Hannah mentions that great lyric from the Black Eyed Peas because that was one of the top songs of 2009 when this movie came out. And if you didn't know when this movie came out that that we watched today, the music will tell you immediately (laughs) because it is very, very 2009.
1: We've seen a few movies that they... You know that they paid for the song because they play it multiple times in the movie. That's and exactly what happened. <laughs> That's what happened here
0: <laughs> in G Force? Like, Gide- haven't even said no. what movie it was yet. I mean, they know because they can they see know. the title of the they podcast. Know. Unless you're binging this
1: or blind,
0: <laughs> I guess. Yeah, if you're a blind listener, please reach out somehow. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> so we watched G Force, <laughs> and very briefly, the plot is. That Zach Galifianakis is some sort of FBI agent. I already
1: forgot he was in this movie.
0: (laughs) Who figured out a way to make animals talk and train them as FBI agents? So he trained a team of guinea pigs. Yeah. To be FBI agents, he did that. So he did that
1: for our viewing pleasure.
0: He sure did. (laughs) He, or this movie is animated similarly to, what did you say, like Alvin and the Chipmunks? Definitely. So it's a mix of live action and animation. Yep. And uh, yeah, we'll get into it momentarily. Mm. We will. But before we get started, Hannah likes to give us some numbers first.
1: I like how (laughs) he's like, oh, Hannah likes to do this. Oh, she loves it. Hannah doesn't like doing any of this. (laughs) hannah is we'll sp- committed to this now
0: <laughs> she springs out of bed every morning with a song in her heart just and numbers on the page just knowing that every sunday
1: knowing she can, <laughs> oh my
0: god she can give you the numbers
1: yeah i'll give you the numbers now okay I'll, I'll give it to, i'll give them to you real good
0: <laughs> okay your dad is now a regular listener so so just be careful
1: hey dad um so let's see G-force 2009 has a 5.1 out of 10 on IMDb and a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: I think that's fair. (laughs) Agreed. Anything else? Should I keep going? Yeah, yeah, please.
1: And then, and then, just get on with with the facts and figures. I think after
0: seeing this movie, we just need to get on with our lives.
1: (laughs) That's also fair.
0: But yeah, you usually tell us the budget. budget. Okay, yeah, what's the budget?
1: I got the numbers. I told you that already. Great. The budget is. (laughs) You're like, all right, chill. The budget's $150 million and the box office was $292 million.
0: Wow. So they made their money. They made their money. Did they and make a sequel?
1: Some. No. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I vaguely remember a marketing push for this movie back in 2009. So do I. Mm-hmm.
1: I recall seeing commercials for this movie.
0: Yeah. And maybe like guinea pigs on Probably. Doritos bags and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Or like a Happy Meal toy. Right. Yeah. Definitely. So some facts about this movie. This is Jerry Brook. So Jerry Bruckheimer produced this. Yes. Um, This is the seventh movie that Nick has now been in. Whoa, seven. Yes.
0: Wow. I didn't know it was that many.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, (laughs) It's Jerry Bruckheimer's first 3D movie. Okay. Uh, we failed to mention that this came out in
0: 3D. I didn't even know that, so yes. thank you. Oh, my <laughs> no, God. No, you knew
1: that. We were supposed to go to your parents' house and watch it on their TV.
0: My parents... Oh, in, hook, like,
1: 2011, hook right? Nine
0: and sinker, <laughs> hook, line, and sinker in 2009. <laughs> when well, Av- this
1: movie came out, probably to watch this movie. Well,
0: because Avatar came out in 2008. Mm. And Transformers came out in 2007, which we'll get into why that's important which- later, but... Transform- transformers the no. 3d movie but there were transformers in this movie
1: oh yeah yeah there were
0: that's why like, okay i was like what th- this movie is trying to capitalize on all of the things that are popular at the time <laughs> transformers <laughs> 3d movies and boom boom pow
1: and boom boom pow <laughs> that chick is jack and my style
0: <laughs> absolutely them chickens jack and my style where were we Where were we talking about the um, budget 3d movies 3d movies oh my god okay
1: so this movie is three D. We did not watch it in three D, but we watched it on Disney Plus. So if you have Disney Plus, you can also watch G Force until they take it off of Disney Plus, because I'm sure we are the only people who have watched it in a long time. Absolutely. Um, this is the second movie that Nick and Steve Buscemi made with Jerry Bruckheimer. Oh, because Steve Buscemi was in
0: Con Air. Con Air, that's right. We well, he, he's been with a couple of people. Sam Rockwell was in this movie. He yes, was but in Match Stickman, but they didn't That wasn't it. a
1: Bruckheimer movie.
0: Gotcha. Yep.
1: But yeah. And Penelope Cruz. Right.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Let's not talk about Captain Corelli's Mandolin.
1: So he yeah, so a lot of his previous co stars are in this movie which is, you know, the gang's back together. Big oh, old reunion. At last.
0: At long last.
1: <laughs> I'm su- I'm pretty sure that when people make these animated movies, they barely meet the other people that they're
0: oh, in the sure. cast with. Oh, for sure. Absolutely.
1: Okay, and then the last thing about this movie, before I get on to what Nick has said about this movie, yeah, is that this scenes. is... Yes, yeah, and behind the scenes. This is the first Disney live-action computer hybrid film.
0: Oh, really? It is. Wow, I'm surprised there wasn't another one before that.
1: Me too. I think that movies like Airbud. Mm-hmm. It's not computer
0: animated. No, they just. It's a
1: dog that they. Right. <laughs> Then make his mouth move and then, by giving him peanut butter or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. So I think I've referenced it a few times, but there's a, a YouTube channel, The Corridor Crew. If you're listening to this, you probably know who The cor- the Corridor Crew are. But What if
1: they're listening? Oh, my
0: God. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> they do some really good analysis of some of the old movies and how the CGI works. And you're right. They just put peanut butter in like... In dog's mouths, Dogs or a yeah. horse's mouth or something mm-hmm. and then dub over it. Or they only animate the mouth. So that it's like, I don't know. It's not a full CGI character. That's what I'm saying.
1: Gotcha. So I'm not sure when Alvin and the Chipmunks came out. I can look quickly. But I'm also not sure if that was a Disney movie.
0: It might not have been. It might have been DreamWorks or uh, somebody else. Paramount or something. Yeah. (laughs) The band comes up first.
1: Wasn't the sequel called like the Squeakquel? (laughs) Yes.
0: Well, the Squeakquel came out in 2009. But for some reason, the movie isn't coming up immediately. Uh, 2007.
1: And who produced it? It's not Disney, right?
0: Bagdasarian productions? Pardon? I don't know. <laughs>
1: who? I don't know. I'm okay, so... well not Disney, so I feel like they made this okay, kind of
0: uh Fox.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that big name.
0: <laughs> what the hell is Baghdisar? We'll look into that later. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but anyway, this is I feel like they made this to rival Alvin and the chipmunks because it's just some rodents. With oh powers, God. yeah, for sure. And then, like a funny guy who's, but it, j- Zach Galifianakis isn't funny at all in this movie. No, you okay?
0: Yeah, I thought <laughs> the mic came unplugged for a second. It didn't. We're good. We'll fix okay. it in post.
1: It's fine. We're all good. We're gonna talk a little bit about a interview that I watched with Nick talking about this movie.
0: Yeah. So. So
1: I haven't mentioned the the biggest thing that we yeah. discovered in this movie yet and that will be mentioned in this interview fantastic what, what did you want to say
0: i was just gonna say a little peek behind the curtain which is that as i'm prepping the computer and the microphones and everything in our recording studio here that is currently being <laughs> repainted hannah is doing her research on her on her computer and and this time
1: so shady the way that you said that
0: on her Eyes dart back and forth across the room. Computer. Computer. Uh, this time, as she was doing her preparations, she said, "Okay, Steve, plug your ears because I'm <laughs> going to watch this video."
1: I like Steve to. I like Steve to be, as, you know, not privy. What would the word be?
0: Anti privy.
1: <laughs> the the opposite of privy. <laughs> Unprivy, unprivy, deprivified. I would like the information to be as fresh to Steve as it is to your ears. There you go. (laughs) Okay, I'm an idiot.
0: (laughs) We graduated high school. I swear. (laughs)
1: Also, college. (laughs) You did twice. Okay, so in G-force, the movie about guinea pigs, Nick Cage doesn't play a guinea pig. Yeah. In fact, he plays a mole. Yes. And in this interview the interviewer asked why did you choose the mole because did he get the to seventh, choose yes okay. so this is the seventh film he's made with jerry mm. i'll start with that actually mm. that's that's yeah a good you point. mentioned that mm-hmm. well uh, but i'll start with why he got this part okay so they were doing uh final photography shots for national treasure 2 mm. and he said that he was exhausted because it had been a long day of Filming, a sure. long month of filming, a long year of filming. Because if you recall, he made a lot of things all at one time.
0: <laughs> he really did. He needed the money. He
1: needed that cash. Yeah. So uh, Jerry approached him about it. And it was the last day of photography for, Photography for National Treasure 2. Jerry asked him to do the movie. And Nick said, can I talk like this in a voice that is so familiar to us as... Um, podcasters and you as listeners of I Know Why the Nick Bird Sings. Because, Steve, I can't do this voice, but I feel like you can. And I would like you to say, can I talk like this in the voice that Nick uses in this movie?
0: Can I talk like this?
1: And if you recall from listening to actually our second most popular podcast episode for whatever goddamn reason, people want to listen to this one. Peggy Sue got married. This is the same voice that Nick used in Peggy Sue got married.
0: You made my Wag.
1: So that's that's the voice. So, um, that's the voice that he used. I'll put in tons
0: of clips later, so you'll hear it
1: from from this from movie. this movie. Yeah, from G not from, from, G-Force. Not from uh, Peggy Sue. If you want to hear Peggy Sue, go, go back, back and, and listen. listen. Jinx.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: Okay, here we go. So the interviewer was like, why did you choose the mole? And Nick was like, I think that guinea pigs are really boring. Of course you do. What if, yeah, of course Whatever you that yeah. means. Uh-huh. I had a guinea pig. I would not say he was boring. <laughs> he said, I want a character with personality and opinion. I want that guy with the pink nose. And he turned around and and show and like pointed at a picture of his character right he's got a pretty nasty pink nose yeah so then the interviewer was like all right but what's up with the voice and um and it goes the character looked like he needed a weird voice and then he says this is a voice that i've been workshopping for a while this is a voice that i use when i'm stressed or frustrated instead of cursing or getting mad
0: are you fucking kidding me no (laughs) no Because it's not true. He's like,
1: this is something I've recently been working on. Okay. It's like, no, you made this movie in like the fucking 80s.
0: Right. Okay. So, yeah. And he pissed off all of his co-stars.
1: Yeah. She sued him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I actually, I forget. I may have missed it. What? At the year that she actually sued him. Yeah. Uh, Next episode. We'll go I'll, back and check. will go back and check. Make a note.
0: Yeah. But yeah so okay few things to unpack there one he's been doing this voice for a long time two instead of this is cursing also
1: like the third time he's done this voice
0: yes <laughs> well sort of yeah he never did... on
1: tuesday kind of does it
0: oh he does a different voice than never on... <laughs> okay so <laughs> nicholas cage's voice is usually like this and then on Never on Tuesday, he goes, does. anybody hurt? It's very squeaky. Yeah, give
1: somebody a lift.
0: Whereas, wow, I'm looking at the mic that was really overmodulated. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then in this, and in Peggy Sue, he talks like this, like a little nasally. Uh, you mean my flag? flag?
1: Can so, I do this voice? So. Jerry.
0: He there are many, many layers to this man Nicolas Cage. However, Yeah, apparently okay.
1: all those layers are being covered up by this voice because he doesn't want to show his when he's upset.
0: So yeah, alright, that was going to be my point number two, which is that he wants to he does his voice whenever he wants to show that he's upset. How about every fucking movie? We have a best scream category in he's, this movie. He's
1: an actor, Steve. He wants to show that he's different in real life. How
0: many times have you and I spoken about <laughs> how he emphasizes curse words so much in his Because movies? he
1: won't do it in real life, Steve. <laughs> Apparently. That's, That's what he said.
0: Absolute booty. That is <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I don't believe him for a goddamn second.
1: Okay, but that's what he said, so we just have to Great. we just have to go with that.
0: Fantastic. Let's move on.
1: <laughs> um he said that Okay, so then the interviewer was like, "You've been in a few animated movies now when you are I guess like recording mm-hmm. do you feel as though because they can't see you you have to focus more on your inflection than normal mm. and it's like that's a crazy thing to ask Nicolas Cage because he has the most inflection of any actor I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> and he said um I'll go off book and I'll, I'll think about it forget everything I'll I'll start acting and find some spark and, and improv a bit more when I'm doing these animated movies and yeah. then the the editors will just find something and cut it down <laughs> so he just makes a lot of work for them honestly a lot he doesn't of doesn't actually say any of his lines
0: to be fair though a lot of voice, voice actors act, do. That. but he's
1: not a voice actor
0: <laughs> that's true but i heard an interview once with john ratzenberger who famously does a voice in every pixar movie uh cliff from cheers
1: you think i've seen cheers
0: no but you've seen finding nemo several who times does he play? he's the school of fish <laughs>
1: oh yeah
0: yeah yeah so he does is this guy bothering right and he does ham and toy story so he's pixar's good luck charm he does a voice in every movie
1: nick cage is my good luck charm so
0: (laughs) anyway the interview with him was very interesting because he said he doesn't even read the whole script he just reads his lines and then he goes all right this one's gonna be angry and then he does it he does the whole thing angry and then he's like okay this one's gonna be sad this one's gonna be excited and he just sends them like 12 versions of the line that he says in every movie
1: yeah that works yeah exactly That's perfect right but that's what nick's doing no it's not because he's no he's not because he's not saying the line
0: no he's saying more than just one line
1: yeah yeah but he he's going off book
0: well yeah also that
1: (laughs) so they have to like find things that make sense in context and then cut it together and put that up there and then make the little mole's mouth move to the tune of that Anyway, the last thing okay. that we'll get to before we get into all this right, movie because right, right. we have a pizza on the way.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, is that he said that Jerry looks for me to dive into areas where I can put a unique spin on it, be bizarre, be different. So that's why he likes working with Jerry because he allows him to, mm. to be himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really.
0: What were some of the others off the top of your head? Do you know Nick Cage and Jerry Bruckheimer together?
1: <sighs> National Treasures. Oh, okay. Um, Con Air.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you mentioned those already. I forgot. A
1: few others.
0: <laughs> my mind is so focused on pizza. <laughs> I'm not even here right Steve now. Steve is
1: a one-track mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's very interesting. Is it? No, it's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it it is it is interesting, but yeah, the voice though, the voice, and the fact that he's a mole, and
1: yeah, because he, yeah. he thinks guinea pigs are boring.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. So, so he said
1: that last week about movies. When he was mm-hmm. like, I want to... I, what he liked about knowing was that it wasn't oh, boring. Yeah. it's like, I thought it was pretty boring.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you never know. I, from script to final product, I'm sure a lot gets changed. And it all depends yeah, on the true. director and all that good stuff.
1: Are, are we ready to get into the movie? I, I
0: guess so. Let's he's get into the like movie. He's only in like four scenes. Yeah. He's really not in much. So I think when we start talking about G-Force 2009... <laughs> I think what we should do first is lay out the team, right? So we already oh, yeah. said Zach Galifianakis is... A human. A human. And he's the scientist who figured out how to make train guinea pigs into secret agents and allow Good, them to talk. A little microphone that, yep.
1: that translates
0: their language mm-hmm. into English. Mm-hmm. So they can talk to each other. They can talk to him and he can talk to them. So on the team, we've got Tracy Morgan, who seems like the muscle. He's a, he's a guinea pig. Yeah. We've got, who was it?
1: Penelope Cruz. Penelope
0: Cruz, who is <laughs> just the girl guinea pig, really? Some
1: sassy mamacita she is, is the way that I would describe her character. <laughs> she is a
0: sassy Hispanic girl guinea pig. Um, Tracy Morgan is doing just his own Tracy Morgan voice. I think for him and John Favreau, who shows up later, I think they pitched their voices up a little bit because Tracy Morgan is usually pigs. very deep
1: they're rodents
0: right but <laughs> sam rockwell is the leader and i don't think they pitched his voice any he has a
1: naturally higher voice i think
0: that's what i'm saying so that's the the core team is those three guinea pigs and nicholas cage is the mole who is a mole who's underground and what did i say last week i said <laughs> i bet he's the tech guy yeah and he was the tech guy you said guy. that the weapons or guy. the weapons guy <laughs> i was close enough <laughs> so nick cage is he's the, the riley
1: guy. of this movie yeah uh, like the national treasure Riley. yeah but he's Except more he's respected yeah right he's... <laughs> yeah, he's not like you fucking idiot
0: <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't read your book you moron what a stupid ass thing to think um and they also have on the team a fly who doesn't speak but is apparently sentient mm-hmm. so yes <laughs> <laughs> once again we have an animated movie where animals are fully sentient capable of complex thoughts and s- and some are and some aren't seemingly at random. like dogs don't have complex thoughts in this movie, and there are several dogs in this movie.
1: Yeah, but hamsters do.
0: But hamsters do. <laughs> there is a snake <laughs> that didn't ha- watch
1: those scenes. <laughs>
0: Hannah shielded her eyes. We've mentioned before she has a bit of a phobia and that's okay. But snakes do not have complex thoughts, it seems.
1: I wouldn't know I didn't watch that scene right <laughs> he didn't even though say it's anything. animated right I- I'm such a loser.
0: So anyway, <laughs> before we get to that scene, that's not really a Nick Cage scene, so we won't go in detail on that one. Anyway, so here's here's the plot. Here's the plot. Here's, here's, the, the, plot here's of... the rub. So Bill Nye from what's that Christmas movie? <laughs> um, I feel love in my fingers. Love actually. I feel it in my toes. That's that guy. Love actually. Guys. He's apparently got a plot to take over the world using his. Brand and his line of smart microwaves, coffee makers, and refrigerators—they're gonna connect
1: like blenders and shit, and
0: blenders and shit. They're all gonna connect to a satellite and take over the world. So the guinea pigs have to infiltrate his house and steal some files to prove that he's going to take over the world or something. Great. So this is where we see Nick Cage, and he's just underground the whole time, and he's doing the voice. <laughs> oh my god. So I'll insert a clip, but. He does this thing where on every long O sound, he really stresses it. For example, he says... I'd follow you into a snarling packet. Dobermans." <laughs> right? So he does that, let me see, three more times in this movie? Maybe four? Oh my god.
1: He only has like six lines. I know.
0: <laughs> so every he feels time like he needs to do something with him. <laughs> so anyhow... Gui- it's a new voice he's working on, Steve. Oh, my God. Great. Just
1: let him work his
0: process. Fantastic. So the, f- the fucking guinea pigs in the fly, ultimately, they get the they get the file from the computer, narrowly escaping fire that turns on, on and off via a clapper because it's 2009. And apparently that's still fun. <laughs> uh, and then...
1: He didn't explain what the file was
0: the file was like the plot to take over the world i explained yeah. that yeah oh, okay sorry yeah bad. Bad. now now who has the one track mind <laughs> pizza Pizza. <laughs> so anyhow the the guinea pigs are, are they've got the file they're on their way out they're trying to escape but nick cage's character the mole is trapped underground because there's a dog biting after him and this is where we get his first scream i guess <coughs> very simple and honestly all of his screams are very similar to that throughout this movie Mm -hmm. but they ultimately distract the dog nick cage and the rest of the guinea pigs get out zach alifanakis picks them up disguised as a rodent exterminator yes great so they get back to their headquarters (laughs) and uh nick cage is he does the thing again. To access the information on Drummond's PDA, I have to factor a univariate polynomial over a finite field.
1: <laughs> Cause he's a mood.
0: <laughs> and then they're just hanging out in the HQ and you just play
1: start DDR.
0: They and then you just start hearing boom boom boom. Boom boom boom. boom, boom. boom. Gotta get that <laughs> And they're not doing anything interesting. No. And I think they also played "Boom Boom Pow" on their escape in the they first do, scene. They do. So this is like they're playing "Boom Boom." No, Pow no, no. They again. play.
1: They play. I got a feeling. They play. I
0: got a feeling. What's the fucking difference?
1: <laughs> so gotta get that. That.
0: That. I did a Black Eyed peace counter, and, <laughs> and it's five. Oh my god. Five times, not just five times. oscillating
1: between the two songs, though, right?
0: Uh yeah I can't I don't recall <laughs> but then they also have like just dance randomly
1: just dance,
0: doesn't matter dance. so they're at their HQ and I guess a higher ranked FBI agent shows up played by Will Arnett and Will Arnett is like oh cool talking guinea pigs whatever who cares he he cares nothing of this uh, the greatest are you si- kidding me like the greatest <laughs> scientific discovery. In, a, in the he's last century. He's like, wait, century. what do you
1: mean guinea pigs can talk? And then he's like, oh, okay, got it. This and is, then
0: moves on. This is exactly like the ant bully. Yeah. This is this is the greatest scientific discovery in the past century. And he goes, Zach Galifianakis, you moron. We need real proof because they try to boot up the file and the file's corrupted. The file isn't exactly what they thought it was. So Sam Rockwell, the leader of the G-Force, the guinea pig force. Yeah, yes. He's all upset. He's very upset. So the... FBI agents say okay you know what we're confiscating these (laughs) guinea pigs so they have to make a run for it and they make a run for it and Nick and they find their way to they have to pet store well they have to escape by climbing into a cage that's on its way to a pet store
1: it didn't make any sense no I
0: don't know why there was none
1: of the action in this movie makes sense and and Mm -mm. Steve and I were trying to put our like our finger on what the problem with this movie was and I really think that it's the action scenes are really anticlimactic. Yeah.
0: They that's that's very true. Yeah. So I mean we can talk about that now a little bit I guess, but the animation is pretty solid. The cast yeah. is incredible. Yeah. The the dialogue isn't bad.
1: Although the animation like The thing with Alvin and the Chipmunks is that they look super animated. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it works. But there's something about these guinea pigs eyes where they make them look too real. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't make them look cartoony enough that it start it verges on what you call it the uncanny. Not you, but like they Mm -hmm. call it the uncanny valley where you're not sure if it looks like a real thing or Mm -hmm. not. And and it. It just hovers in between like that Mm -hmm. fantasy and the reality and I feel like if they made their eyes look just like a little bit less real and a little bit more cartoony then they would have been number one cuter right and number two easier to look at I think
0: yeah another thing too that I'll see memes and things about online is is that in the animal world and in nature predators' eyes are on the fronts of their heads and prey's eyes are on the sides of their heads. Mm -hmm. So perhaps that's part of the problem because these guinea pigs are always looking forward. Whereas real guinea pigs, their eyes are essentially on the sides I of their would, heads.
1: No, and that's that was my problem with it. Their eyes were on the sides of their heads. Hmm. Look at a picture again.
0: I don't care enough. <laughs> pizza. that, and,
1: and, pizza. But that and, and that's what I thought the problem was, because hmm. you can't see both of their eyes when they talk. Like mm-hmm. a real guinea pig. Well, not that real guinea pigs talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It bothered me for the duration of the
0: film. Fair enough. <laughs> So anyhow, as they're making their escape, Nick Cage screams once again. Go,
1: go, no, go, that's go. a cage. I don't do
0: cages. So he's screaming about his own name. made up last name. <laughs> <laughs> they get to the pet store and they're put into. It felt
1: like not the bees a little bit.
0: Right. Whoa, not the cage. Whoa, not the bees. Mm-hmm. They get to the pet store and they're put in, I guess, like, what would you call that? Not another cage, but like a, like a pen or, or a, a display cage. Case with another guinea pig. The There's a glass, guinea, yeah, a glass, mm-hmm. uh, glass tank, cage. tank, sure, with another guinea pig voiced by John Favreau and,
1: and a hamster as well, and a hamster
0: voiced by Steve Buscemi. Mm-hmm. And the guinea pig's whole, the, the, John Favreau's whole thing is that he's just an average guinea pig. He's a little out of shape. He loves to eat this guy. He's a little fat,
1: but he's lovable. He just wants to be adopted. Ah, oh, they all
0: just love him so much. So they have to come up with a plan to escape the pet store and they play the Black Eyed Peas again for the third time. <laughs> and so Nick Cage's plan is that he's going to pretend to die so that they bury him out back because he overheard that's what they did last time. They had someone die in the cage. Mm-hmm. They got buried and he was like, well, if I get buried, I can just borrow my way out because I'm a mole. But Niecy they Nash... Who is, like, the pet shop owner who is...
1: I don't even want to talk about this. (laughs) doesn't matter.
0: All I'll say is that she goes in and out speaking Spanish and English, and her Spanish is not great. (laughs) And we don't know why she had to speak Spanish. So she goes, ew, oh, my God, we've got this dead mole. Take him out back and bury him out back. But then a garbage truck shows up, and she goes, oh, just throw him in the garbage truck.
1: Yeah, so they put him in, like, a baggie
0: right so nick cage is
1: is gone now he's he's presumed dead we don't see him until the end of the movie right
0: so we see him at the end of the movie the rest of the movie is sam rockwell them
1: escaping the pet store exactly nothing like i said super anticlimactic at one point they have to escape dogs but the dogs actually are never really chasing them no they
0: They have to escape the clutches of the people who adopted them.
1: But that wasn't hard at all for them. No. They don't struggle.
0: This movie's like an hour 20. It's, it's really not long. It's quick. It's very short. So,
1: I, so that's probably why it felt because there wasn't any time for them to build up suspense. Yeah.
0: So what they realize along the way is they, they realize how Bill is going to take over the world is through... These fucking blenders appliances. and appliances. And these appliances, like I said, turn into transformers. Like literally, they turn it, they transform into spinning bladed monsters. Robots, if, if you will. Sure, robots, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Battle bots. Because transformers were popular in 2009, so let's just shoehorn them in.
1: I didn't even think about that.
0: Right. Then, so they get to Bill nye's house and they say, we got to shut down the core that will launch the the fucking codes to transform every appliance across america to take over the country or the world even and they get there and this whole time bill nye has got these silent partners and one of the partners is like mr yamacho or something which is apparently chinese for mole and it's nick cage underground using a voice modulator to make his voice sound different and yep. uh yeah sam rockwell so he's the bad guy sam rockwell and, and of course the mole yeah. is the bad guy yep. like we probably should have seen that coming sooner for sure but anyhow so sam rockwell discovers that and nick cage does the thing again he goes i created an army of robotic appliances and they created an array of giant electromagnetic nerds Nerds capable of pulling down all the space junk orbiting the planet and driving every human underground. So, what do you think? <laughs> his whole plan, or his whole thought, is that he wants to drive the humans underground. Is our pizza here?
1: He is still on the way to the restaurant. He will <sighs> arrive in the next 15 minutes.
0: Dick. Okay. We're almost done. Yeah, so he wants to drive the humans underground because his where he grew up, his family and friends got fumigated and exterminated, and so his he wants to get back at the humans. Yeah, and so he makes a giant transformer robot, and the FBI's there, Will Arnett, and they're all just shooting at him. And it, he also pulls down space junk from space, like he can pull in metal objects from space and he's just lighting up the f the fbi this little mole man (laughs) uh he does scream again
1: (laughs) this is my vision.
0: and uh, i that's kind of it obviously he doesn't win in the end because sam rockwell goes you know i'm sorry the humans killed your family but we're a family we're family now oh
1: my god you're right
0: don't don't kill zach galifianakis just because he's human he's he's the one who created us yep oh you're right (laughs) and then through all the commotion john favreau who gets kind of caught up in the middle of all this we presume john favreau's dead because he sacrificed himself he he fell from a great height and nick cage shows up or, or the mole shows up and he's like this is all my fault and it's like, yeah, man. It kind of is all your fault, of course. Like because everybody You're thinks John take Fe- over the world. Yeah, everybody goes, oh my god, John Favreau's dead, and he's like, oh, it's all my fault. Yeah, duh. Duh. <laughs> anyway,
1: didn't you mean for that to happen?
0: He's not dead. Anyway, no, no one's ever dead. No one ever dies. And In they, a Disney everybody movie goes back. The mom, <laughs> right? Everybody goes back to HQ, and um. All you see is on the news is is you see Nick Cage, and his punishment is he has to take
1: all the chips out of all the appliances that turn
0: them into transformers.
1: Yeah, across the world.
0: So he's got a he's like all right, three down, nine hundred thousand to go. Uh, yeah. And then everybody essentially high fives and freeze frames, and they play back Black Eyed Peas as the credits roll again.
1: <laughs> no, they had a dance party first. With oh my god, they song. did have a dance party. What first. song was it? It
0: wasn't just when dance. I
1: say jump, you say how high.
0: <laughs> I did not know that song, but there it's is very a, 2009. There is a random scene where uh, John Favreau, who's the schlubby guinea pig, mm-hmm. gets his butt stuck in a vent or something because his of butt's course. too big, and they're just playing "Just Dance" over it because that was the number three song of the year. <laughs> and that's it. So that's G-force. <laughs> What's next, Han? What do we have to do now? Closing thoughts. Anything else you'd like to add?
1: I'm looking up a... The, when I say jump, you say how high. I can't find it. Well, yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway. um.
0: Closing thoughts. That
1: was G-Force. We watched a movie about guinea pig force. I did not like it. I would not watch it again. Mm-mm. But it wasn't as bad as the Ampoli and, God willing, nowhere <laughs> near... As horrible as The Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 2001 Christmas Carol.
1: I have never and will never.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's do some Nick Cage awards. Yeah, baby. Who's the best let's supporting actor? God. Is it Sam Rockwell? Is it... It's Trace The Fly.
1: Martin? It's The Fly that doesn't talk. Who
0: has Because The Fly has no lines. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic.
1: The Fly was honestly the most useful...
0: I mean, yeah, he can fly he can and fly. he had a camera attached mm-hmm. to him so that they could do surveillance. Yeah. Al- also, the fly apparent. There is a scene that does not include Nick Cage, but they're driving in these souped up hamster wheels or hamster balls. Mm-hmm. And they can go 60 miles an hour. 65 and
1: miles an hour. And they're
0: being chased by the FBI.
1: Who can't catch them.
0: Who can't seem to catch them.
1: Because, you know, cars don't go more than 65 <laughs> miles
0: an hour. Who are also going presumably 65 miles an hour and they're like we need surveillance where's the fly so i guess this fly can fly at 65 miles
1: that's what i'm saying this fly is best like (laughs) clearly the best supporting character
0: so anyhow that's that best dressed uh he is just a mole and he wears these big goggles his
1: nose is the best thing about him and it's disgusting (laughs) yeah i
0: mean you look up it's it's kind of weird noses moles it's yeah, what, it's a what they have. yeah he's so.
1: ugly but he has some glasses because i think he's a little bit um sight impaired
0: yes they mentioned that uh zach alifianakis was like this is what was his name speckles
1: speckles his name was speckles oh, we didn't
0: even mention that until then. <laughs> this is speckles he was useless until i put glasses on him or something <laughs> and will arnett's Damn. like cool and, and zach alifianakis is like "No, no no he's decoding this virus or some shit yeah whatever whatever fucking cares so speaking of things we don't care about what was the worst nick cage scene um there were really only a few there's the infiltration in the beginning the hq the pet store and then the climax the finale
1: how about him at the end being like one down 999 to go whatever
0: fair enough (laughs) uh best nick cage scene was it the first one or or was it the battle at the end
1: I liked the first one where
0: he he was Riley. (laughs) He was this version of Riley. Uh, The best Nick Cage scream. There's really only a few and they're all mostly like, whoa, oh no, ah, except for whoa, not the cage and going up
1: uh whoa not the cage
0: yeah that's pretty good
1: it was reminiscent of whoa not the bees
0: (laughs) (laughs) and the most nouveau shamanic moment
1: um how he pronounced his o's because he is a male
0: (laughs) dobermans polynomials and electromagnetic nodes (laughs) (laughs) all right han where where are you ranking this one fuck
1: Where's Peggy Sue Got Married? Oh, wow. Because it's the same character. It's
0: towards the bottom. Peggy Sue Got Married is number 37.
1: Put it at 36.
0: So it would be between guarding Tess and the (laughs) cotton club. It would be above the cotton club. And below guarding Tess. And below guarding Tess. Oh, my God.
1: It's better than guarding Tess.
0: Wow. You heard it here first folks moonstruck is above guarding test so we I can like put moonstruck.
1: it there I, we'll put it in between moonstruck and guarding test <laughs> all
0: right so that'll make it 35
1: <laughs> that's fine okay
0: yeah like i said this movie was just missing something and i, I don't know exactly it was action what it was. that's what it was missing yeah Even though it, it had action, action but it just wasn't good it was action, missing
1: stakes there were no stakes that's
0: true that's true no stakes Next week, we're watching a weird one. I've heard literally nothing about this. It might even be a sequel to a movie we've never seen the first one of. It is called Bad Lieutenant Port of Call, New Orleans.
1: Nope. i is... <laughs> I had no idea he was in that.
0: It's got 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, so it could be good. Who is knows? Ghost,
1: Runner, Ghost Runner, Ghost Rider 2 coming up? It's
0: coming up soon. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be the week after that or not, but it's coming up.
1: Okay, wow so bad lieutenant
0: port of call port of call new orleans oh my god yeah how many words so the original title is bad lieutenant colon port of call dash new orleans and then they took away the dash for the official title for some reason
1: i guess we'll find out next week we will
0: learn all about why they took the scandal the scandal (laughs) of the
1: the dash And Dash on that cl- on the- Dash and on that cliffhanger, now you know <laughs> why the Nick Cage birds. "We're gonna
0: go eat some pizza." Take care, guys. Now freak out.